0: Welcome, everybody, and uh, we're really uh, excited to uh, do this show for you guys. Yeah, it's, I sound so excited. Hey, everybody, we're so excited. To do... No, no, seriously. We're... To work. Yeah, no, no. No, I, we just love doing the shows. So I, I just wanted to mention that, but I don't know why I told you guys that. We're tired
1: of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But, uh, but so this week, uh, we have an interesting team to discuss. We are going to be talking about the Los Angeles Angels, which I believe was the first expansion team into the Major League. Mm. They started in 1961. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know it was that old, but yeah. it's interesting. I was
1: thinking early 70s, but yeah, yeah it sounds right, right?
0: And uh you know, they've they've had a and actually for a long time until the Blue Jays came along, mm-hmm. they were considered to be like the best expansion team.
1: Right, right. And
0: like they had the best winning percentage and you know, they got I think they got to the playoffs earlier than any other expansion I believe team so. And the Mariners and Lots the,
1: of early uh, success. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so and they um and part of their success is one of the trades that we'll be discussing mm-hmm. today. Yep. Um, but before that, uh, we'll discuss one. So, we'll talk about one trade that didn't go well for them and one that was uh, pretty damn amazing. Yeah. Um, it was an incredible trade. So, the trade that we wanted to talk about now was um, actually one that benefited the Giants. Hey, big <laughs> surprise. Yeah. There's a couple of things you can expect. Uh, on us in this podcast to talk about is somehow we'll squeeze in the Giants like yeah. the Homer that we are now. We try yeah. not to be homers. <laughs> I mean we love baseball first and foremost. <laughs> the second thing is the Billy Bean. So yeah. I don't know if we're gonna be talking about Billy Bean yet, but yeah. uh, I can guarantee you this is a Giants trade and this is a terrible trade for the Angels because at the time the Giants had this left hander who really didn't pitch very well. His yeah. his ERA was uh you know hovering around four something, four mm. seven He was a lefty, and and the Giants really needed a first baseman, and somehow Mm -hmm. the Giants were able to trade uh, Alan Watson Mm -hmm. to uh, uh, the Angels for J.T. Snow. Do you want to talk about this a little bit, and your thoughts?
1: Yeah, first of all, as far as Amir's and my, uh, you kind of our being homers, our our homerism is unaided. This is unaided homers, so no, like, injections or anything, but i I do recall this because it's one of those early trades that really for me um sealed the deal as Brian Sabian being a legit and and effective g m um in that season he made some huge trades that greatly benefited the Giants, and you know the teams uh that run the other end of those respective trades did not benefit at all mm-hmm. so and this is one of those where the Giants, you know, they had Alan Watson, right? This is a guy they got with, you know, Rich DeLucia and one other guy I'm drawing a blank on for Royce Clayton from, mm-hmm. the, from the, the Cardinals of, or, uh, before that season. And to be able to flip him and to get, you know, was it Fausto, Macy, and, and J.T. Snow, yeah. you know, remember J.T. Snow was highly talented in the Yankees organization. He went to Uh, the Angels in that big Jim Abbott deal. Yeah,
0: that's right.
1: And, you know, they had uh, you know, I guess a surplus at first base in New York so they could give JT Snow up, but that trade greatly benefited the Giants and did not help the Angels at all. In fact, there are uh, Angels fans who still like, how did the Angels do that? Or why didn't they get more yeah. Um, J.C. Snow is a multiple gold glove winner, right? And great offensive numbers. And in my opinion, after Keith Hernandez, probably the best fielding first baseman ever. I, I would put him ahead of Don Mattingly, probably. You mm-hmm. know, so.
0: Yeah. And that's funny. Like, he was he was the heir apparent to Don Mattingly, the yeah. Yankees, when yeah. he went to the Angels. And he had yeah. some really, you know he was uh he was great for them he uh, for the angels he had a he had a hundred rbis mm-hmm. in ninety five and was part of those teams that like year in and out mm-hmm. were like winners and um and so it was just kind of like a batch i guess the angels needed a hitter or whatever but
1: they had those good young players, you know, Chad Curtis and Tim Salmon, and, you know, there's other other ones, too, and JT Snow's a part of that young core. Yeah. so.
0: I mean, they, they got him back in 2002. They got the Giants back in 2002 in the World That's Series, but right. it took a while, but, yep. but this trade was definitely, I mean, I think when you talk about, I never really saw Keith Hernandez play defense, yep. so i So, in my baseball watching days, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine anybody being better than that JT Snow. So, when I played Little League, I used Mm -hmm. to play first base a lot, because sometimes they put people who were, like, okay at first base, not great defensive players. Mm -hmm. So, there was not much respect for that position until Mm -hmm. I saw JT Snow, and, like, Mm -hmm. how many, you know, bad throws he saved, how Mm -hmm. many pop-ups he got. Like, I remember... He would talk about how he was like one of the best mm-hmm. at catching like foul balls. Right. Like foul outs. Yeah. He would like so it was like really and he won, you know, and he he had some great years for him. He was part of that Giants resurgence after the nineteen ninety three mm-hmm. season. They went downhill, they had bonds for a while, they didn't have any hitters and then mm-hmm. you know, in nineteen ninety seven the Giants you know, traded for him, and they got Jeff Kent, and they had these other guy, complimentary yeah. players, and they traded actually, for
1: Kirk Reader, started rotation, yeah. that was a great trade.
0: Yeah, and so basically, JT Snow is one of the guys, like the reason the Giants are big now, mm-hmm. JT Snow has had a lot to do with it because, mm-hmm. you know, I always believe in like what came before, and so right. the trades that so it, it was a really bad trade. I mean, I don't, I can't remember who was the replacement first baseman for the Angels that year.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm drawing a blank. I, I'm going to take a stab, and I, I'm assuming that Darren Erstad was very close to coming up. Although he started his career in in the outfield yeah. too, he didn't go to first base till later. But like, they had, I know Tim Salmon began as a right fielder, I believe, and they had the, the big. Was he a third baseman, I believe? Later traded, you know, f- yeah, for Scott Rowland and with the Cardinals, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to blank on his name now. But they had some young sluggers, and
0: so. Um Actually, uh, Darren Erstad did um, uh, play first base next uh, year. Okay. And he had a pretty okay. good year. Um, there, I guess, you know, this comes the same thing again, you know. Mm-hmm. If you have a surplus of players at a certain <laughs> yeah. position, yeah. are you willing to trade away? I mean, Darren Erstad is actually one of my favorite players.
1: Love Darren yeah. Erstad. Gold glove at yeah. first base and yeah. left field, I believe. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's something. And 200-something yeah. hits that one season.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's... He's one of my favorite players, and so, I mean, he was, he played first baseman, and then the year after Erstead, Cecil Fielder actually was signed by them, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess they didn't really need first baseman, and uh, Darren Erstead is, wow, that guy was a good, fun player.
1: It's funny because JT JT Snow makes a lot of appearances on local uh, media outlets in the Bay Area to this day, and... You know, he laughs. He's kind of he's offended when people say, like you said, they stick the unathletic guy at first base. Like he's offended by that, yeah. and I think like, you you give the example of, like making a, a catching a foul out in you know in foul territory a first baseman. and I think that's something that most people would just take for granted.
0: Yeah.
1: And see, to me, the most the most beautiful play in baseball is the 3-6-1 the double play. You almost yeah. never see it, and JT was so good. I gave him the ball from the first base area to, you know, the middle infielder at second base on those yeah, double he plays. Was really good at those.
0: Yep. And, and the scoop and all that stuff.
1: And don't forget, guys, I mean, I played first base in little league, too. I had a red first base in the mid, and it takes a lot of courage to make that throw across your your body or across the field, yeah, yeah. too. I mean, it's not easy, and a lot of guys, that's why a lot of guys don't succeed in doing yeah. that.
0: Were you left-hander or right-hander?
1: Uh, right-hander, but I taught throwing, I taught myself to be a, a, a switch hitter at some oh. point, so I batted both ways, yeah. yep.
0: Yeah, I played high school, but I was, I played outfield, and I wasn't really oh. good at that. <laughs> uh I let people cheat off of me in calculus ca- tests to somehow beg the coach to put me on a team. But that's, that's a different podcast. <laughs> um, but, uh, but just to you know finish it up, Alan Watson ended up winning 12 games for the mm-hmm. Angels, which I guess is okay. I think he pitched 199 innings. Mm-hmm. The year after that, he was injured and then just gone from the team. And JT Snow, to this day, is still one of the fan
1: favorites and he is. People love JT Snow. I mean he's a good guy and you know made amends to his father and he started speaking again after a long time. You know, did some Giants uh, broadcasts here and there. So really good guy.
0: Uh, and also Jack Snow, JT Snow's father, I see old uh, St. Louis Rams. Player. That's right. Or LA Rams, I guess. Los
1: Angeles Rams, yeah.
0: Uh, just one more thing about Alan Watson just to you know <laughs> turn <laughs> the knife to Howard is that he led the league in home runs given up in 1997 for Anaheim. He gave up 37 Ouch. home runs.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah. Aided, right? Aided, Oof. aided home runs. Oof.
0: <laughs> all right. So now let's let's try to cheer up all the Angel fans who've been listening yep. and who are still, yeah. if you're still on listening to us, if you haven't left out of anger. But yeah. uh,
1: so. Darren Baker, a big JT Snow fan, by the way. Who's
0: Darren Baker?
1: Dusty Baker's kid. Oh, in the yeah. World Series. <laughs>
0: All right, great. Good for him.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, no,
0: that's right, because he saved him in the World Series yep. And yep. saved the life. Yep. You should, you guys should uh, YouTube that, J.T. Snow saved the life. The
1: yeah, end. Darren Baker, 20, 2002 World Series.
0: Yeah, and then, uh, so in 1971, mm-hmm. there was a trade that the Mets made to the Angels. What, would you want to talk about it? I don't yeah. remember who it was. This player's obscure guy.
1: Yeah, I mean there there's this Jim Fergosi dude who's kinda of well known in the Bay Area. Probably would have been the Giants, you know, manager at some point, just didn't work out. But good player, uh very good manager too, for and among other teams the Angels I believe for a while. He was one of the main guys, what, coming to, what, to the Mets or was it the Angels?
0: To the Mets.
1: And, you know, also, you know, on the, the other, the receiving end, the, the Angels got Nolan Ryan in that deal. And, Ooh, who's that? You know, the Ryan Express, the all-time no-hitter king and the strikeout king and W one-hitter king.
0: Doesn't ring a bell. I don't know who that is.
1: I don't know. <laughs> so.
0: So, at the time... Uh, Jim Fergusi was an All Star shortstop, third mm-hmm. baseman, mm-hmm. and he was like a year in and out. Every year he got MVP votes. I think he was an All Star for like six or seven straight years. Mm-hmm. He's the like best shortstop, best third baseman, and this is a time where like shortstops can, did not hit. Didn't instead. happen.
1: You were there for defense.
0: Yeah, and when he got traded, you know he um, he just come off a year where he had twenty two home runs and was a really good player, and it's like you think about it you trade him for a bunch of minor leaguers Mm -hmm. Nolan ryan frank estrada don rose and leroy stanton who Uh all these young guys not proven not so great like Nolan ryan even when they won the world series had like a 6.0 era yeah Yeah. he could throw 100 miles an hour 100 miles an hour but you know
1: so can hunter strickland
0: yeah that's right (laughs) well he's good (laughs) he will be good um but uh yeah, I mean, this is a no-brainer. Like, yeah. Jim Fergozi for a bunch of, you know, nobodies. Yeah. We were just thinking about um, uh, Fred McGriff to right. Braves. You're all like, wow, that's such a good trade. And I think at that time, the Mets needed him to get to play. I think around this time, they traded for Willie Mays, too. And so they were uh, they, they did get to the playoffs at some point. Right, And, um... I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, geez, I yeah. And for Jim Fergusi, it's like okay, before, before Miguel Tejada and you know, Alex Rodriguez, and and I know there was I mean Cal Ripken Jr. You know there was Jim Fergusi who was you know again it was unusual. We we recently talked about Ozzie Smith and Gary Templeton, and you know that's primarily a, a defensive trade for both teams, I think, and. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like, how do you know that prospect A and B and C, or any of, a combination of those players, are going to do as well as Nolan Ryan? You know, end up being having a Hall of Fame career. And for a long time, Nolan Ryan was kind of the face of Major League Baseball. And it's, I think it's kind of saying something about baseball, because Major League Baseball is known to market their players very poorly, mm-hmm. and to have this recognizable figure like Nolan Ryan, even in his early 40s at the end of his career, yeah. that is a big deal.
0: Yeah, so here's the interesting thing about Nolan Ryan. Is when he was at the Mets, he actually played for them for four years or something. Mm-hmm. His ERA was like hovering around from three to four. Mm-hmm. And the year before he got traded, he was 10 and 14, 3.97 ERA. Mm. He pitched 152 innings, and he only had 137 strikeouts. Uh, So very average, actually below average for the time. Mm -hmm. Then next year, he gets traded to the Angels. He strikes at 329 batters and wins 19 games, gets like 20 complete games, 9 shutouts. Mm -hmm. And then just from then on, just just goes crazy. Crazy with these numbers, I and mean, he becomes like you know arguably one of the top ten pitchers of all time,
1: and you know the thing about Nolan Ryan it's too is top
0: three I don't, you
1: know. yeah, and it's like I mean, I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard of Alaldez Chapman, and before him, you know uh, Rob Dibble, I mean just these flame throwing pitchers, and before all these guys, it was Nolan Ryan who was throwing the only pitcher to like pitch over a hundred miles per hour. I do remember being a young kid and liking the re- like like reading the uh, Guinness Book of World Records and they had him in there as you know the the, the hardest thrower you know recorded. Um, it's not by accident that you strike out that many major league ball players and have that many no hitters in major league baseball. I mean yeah, you have to have control, you have to, you know, to mix up your yeah. pitches well and all that. There's strategy, of course, with all that, but as far as, like, pure stuff, you know, he was, it's no wonder, he was, there was a pitch so long, too. The, yeah. the wind-up helped him a lot, the light kick.
0: So interesting that, uh, there's a couple of interesting things about Nolan Ryan. The only time he's ever won the World Series, or right? I think he even ever been to the World Series, was with the Mets, his, life right. when he was young and not back to the player. And then, he's never won a Cy Young award, he's always been on yeah. top. You know, he, got votes, but. he also
1: has like 290 something losses, I believe, and I know wins-loss uh, win-loss records are a little bit overrated. Not so much today, but they have been. But his his lifetime ERA is, has got to be no more than 3.5, I'm guessing, right? It's 3.19.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So that that's excellent. That that's again another example of why you know, the win losses. You know. Yeah, yeah. We mentioned Jim Abbott earlier in this recording, and I, he's the first guy that really woke me up to. Wins and losses being relatively unimportant, in my opinion. He had a record well below 500, but his ERA was, like, around high 2s, low 3s. And that was, he was, you know, that's a good pitcher. You can't control the offense.
0: Yeah, especially when you're in the American League.
1: Yeah. So you have the poor run support. You can't control that.
0: Yeah. And it's, um... Yeah, I mean, Nolan Ryan was amazing. You know, um, you could say anything about him as a person, but... Mm -hmm. As a as a ball player, like six no seven no hitters, right? Was it six or seven? I yeah, think? I don't
1: know if it was five or six, but I, I know it's the most all time. I yeah, was it seven? And he also um, I believe he has the most one hitters of all time mm-hmm. too. Yeah,
0: no uh, perfect games though.
1: No perfect that's games. Gotta, that's gonna hurt him. Yeah. No. I think the big thing though is like no Cy Youngs and you know, the, like was rookie year at the World Series at the yeah, Mets, yeah. but yeah.
0: It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... it's. I mean, he basically brought the Angels up. You know, he... Every year, he had, he was close to winning 20 games and losing 20 games. Yeah. But he pitched a lot of games, and... Uh, you know, he ended up going to Houston a few years later, maybe like seven years after that, but...
1: Yeah. I, I believe think, he came to Houston in 1980, 81, yeah. so... Um, and,
0: 80, yeah, 81. And uh, I think... When we talked about how the Angels were the first expansion team to really be winners, right? And Nolan Ryan had a lot to do with it. So did right. Fergosi because of this trade, but.
1: And you know, I mean, I think it's it's there's probably no argument unless I'm forgetting someone. But as of right now, so I mean, he's probably the greatest Angel of all time with Los Angeles Angels or you know California Angels, Anaheim Angels, and now the L.A. Angels of Anaheim. Hmm. I mean, it's no argument. Picture,
0: anyways. I mean, Mike Trout.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mike Trout, you know, he's so young in his career, but yeah I, I, yeah, I think he can easily take that mantle away. I do recall the first ever no-hitter I saw on TV was Nolan Ryan. He was pitching in the Astrodome against the Dodgers. I began the game on TV at home. I went to the boys' club to, to hang out, and I finished watching the game there. And that's, when the, that's before the boys' club was the boys' and girls' club, just the boys' club back then. And that was the first no-hitter I ever saw. Mm-hmm. And it was exciting. You just would hear about no-hitters. Mm-hmm. They weren't as common. Well, there wasn't as many televised games. It was like Game of the Week, I think, Saturday afternoon. So,
0: I remember seeing the A's no-hitter against, I think he struck out Ricky Henderson or something like that. I remember That's watching, right. Watching that yeah, game. with the
1: Rangers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I remember I was a little kid back then, so I thought that like when he won and they, they like you know I think they hoisted him up, and like I yep. thought they won the World Series, and like yeah. and then I watched the A's game next day. I'm like, why yeah. are they still playing? Didn't they lose the whole thing? It's like yeah. oh, no, it was just one game.
1: Hey, before we wrap up this episode, I have a question for you. If I mention, what do you think of when you when I say Nolan Ryan and Robin Ventura?
0: Oh God, <laughs> yes, I remember that all too well.
1: And noogies. You see, you can see the headlock, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: My opinion has switched back and forth throughout the years. <laughs> that year, so I think uh, uh, what you're alluding to is uh, yeah. Nolan Ryan was a big. He was known as being a big, huge jerk. Because, yeah. like, yeah. if somebody if he felt someone disrespected him, he'd always throw the ball at him or hit them right. with a the baseball. Right. I remember one time Willie Wilson stepped out of the box one time, and Nolan Ryan had to pitch, and he got yeah. pissed, and so he hit yep. him in the back.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And I mean that's kind of like a be a jerk, you know. It's like I know, you know it's unwritten laws or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you do that at your workplace if somebody just re punched you in the face. There's, you know, right, right. like imagine if you're like a like a construction worker and you mm-hmm. have a coworker who like disrespects you. Do you throw a brick at him?
1: You if know? you're Nolan Ryan, you do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so at uh, one time, you know, Robin Ventura was a young kid and mm-hmm. he was up and comer, and Nolan Ryan threw at him, and, mm-hmm. and Ventura. Ran up to him, charged him, and Noah Ryan grabbed his head and started to beat him in the head. Yeah. A 45-year-old against, like, a 25-year-old. You beat up a 25-year-old.
1: Robin Ventura was trying to make a name for himself. To have a a story to help tell his grandkids one day, so... Really, it's, it's, it's an embarrassing moment in Robin Ventura's, uh, well, as a baseball player. He's a yeah. manager now, I believe, right? Yeah. So we'll see with that. The White Sox.
0: I mean, he, I felt like Nolan Ryan was a bully. I, I don't really yeah. have any respect for that kind of a thing. Yeah. Today, but... Yeah.
1: And I got sick and tired of seeing him in the stands in the 2010 World Series. Yeah. Just, you know, that's more about not liking him a whole lot. But yeah. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, this the
0: guy this is a great I would think that he might not be the best pitcher, but I mean, I think he's a top ten at least of my lifetime. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if uh, he has the record for most strikeouts in a career. That's a big record. That'll never be broken.
1: I, I would, without a doubt, I would take Nolan Ryan over Barry Zito. I mean, there's no <laughs> question about it. So I agree with you on that.
0: You know, Barry Zito is making a comeback. I think the Giants should sign him. Thanks
1: to our podcast, <laughs> he is. He's going to try out,
0: right? I hope the Giants sign up for a 7-year-old 126000000 million deal.
1: We need more material. Come on, Zito. Resign.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thanks again for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show.